ladies and gentlemen, episode five. Number five. Excited, man. It's wow. it's been it's been a good journey so far, and and uh, we're excited to do it uh, one more time. Absolutely. I want to say I want to put this on camera that you have been the single most influential person in my life. Well, thank you. Since I'm we glad. started this, I've taken so much knowledge away from this entire podcast and our relationship. So I want to urge every listener, take it from me, to listen in and really just intake it and digest everything because it's made a difference in my life. So thank you. I really appreciate I'm that. I'm glad, man. That's that's what we're trying to do is somehow with the smallest uh, experience or situation that I could share or that we have experienced that somehow we can get to someone uh, or one of our listeners that could really impact our lives in in a way where they actually need it. And we actually touch right on the right moment mm-hmm. when they're actually yelling out that they need help in a certain area. So uh, we hope that we could do that today as well. Absolutely. Well, let's dive right in. Coronavirus, we've talked about how it's presenting opportunity. And I was thinking like, okay, Ricardo, you are incredibly successful, not just on the business side, but on your you know, your spiritual, your mental health, everything, just amazing. And I was thinking, do you, can you recollect a 10x moment? Now, when I say a 10x moment, it's sort of a, it's a Grand Cardone phrase where something where a, a trigger that exploded your business, a turning point maybe. If you can re- recollect that and tell me maybe what that trigger was and how you took advantage of that opportunity to really grow, not necessarily even on the business side, but also maybe just on the physical or spiritual side. When you asked that question, I was thinking about business, obviously, because uh, I know this is related to business, mm-hmm. health, physical mindset and everything. But I want to touch on business. And you talked about business at the beginning. And and as I was reading, obviously, on it and, and, and digesting the question, I went back to not necessarily my beginnings, but in business, when I started picking up and building up momentum mm. and and why is it that i say momentum is because you know when we started you know we used to work long hours seven days a week just to kind of get the the ball rolling in our business and what was very a 10x moment in our business is when we allowed the momentum of our good business flow just to continue to roll and not slow down. Mm. So we allowed the good momentum of business that was flowing in, added a couple of pieces into our operation, staff members and a couple of agents and kept the same momentum of work ethic and the same momentum because I wanted to make sure that we kept that momentum moving forward. That's when I realized, man, and, and it was it happened in a sense that I didn't even... I didn't even notice it. I just knew that we were doing so well. I had a great momentum going. Sandra and I were just working so hard. We added a couple of pieces to the operation, and then we just kept working Mm. and building that operation and kept the momentum going that honestly, when I realized and I turned back as to what we had accomplished, it was like, man, we've done a lot. But see, we were so focused on the process and on continuing the building on on the momentum 
that we never realized how much of an impact and how much of a growth was happening mm. because we were so focused on not allowing the momentum to slow down. Wow. And I think that's one of the biggest things I share with, with people in our industry or with people in other things is when you have a good momentum going, build off of it, stretch it as much as possible and stay on it. Do not slow down because that's really when the true growth happens. And that's when you take your business or your body or your mind to that next level where you didn't even thought it was possible. Wow. Patrick Bed David, who is also one of my role models who I look up to. Do you know who he is? Of course. Yeah, he's he's, he's amazing. Amazing. Yes. He, uh, I saw him speak at Driven and he talked very similarly to what you were. I was making that connection as you were speaking. He talks about. The first stage is called momentum. The second stage, I believe, was called continuous momentum. Mm -hmm. And then the final stage is called advanced momentum. I actually seen the video. So, yes, yes. you just remind me. Yes, that's the process. Mm -hmm. And he talks about when you've reached advanced momentum, you look back and you go, how the heck did this happen? It doesn't even make Sometimes sense. Sometimes it's too good to be true. Yes. I was sharing with Pablo earlier, and we had this conversation. It, it just goes and goes and goes. And when you realize you're just a floating man at a place where sometimes you feel you don't even deserve it. Yes. Because it's just happening and yes. it's happening and it's happening. But see, it's a product of everything that you built here. Yes. To get there. Now you just got to ride it as much and as long as possible. Start adding some more pieces to the operation, depending on how far you want to take it. Then that's a decision you make to take it as far as you decide but not slow down on that momentum. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really saw 10X, you know, 10X growth in my business, 10X growth in, in, in the operation, 10X growth in aspects of, of man, I was, I was like, man, I, I don't know how we got here. Yeah. I looked back and it was just a great, great feeling. And, and I've experienced that now in different areas of my life, but mm -hmm. that's kind of how, you know, I could relate back to my business on a, on a, on a 10 X moment. And, um, now obviously we're applying the same formula and the same concepts to our business in a different level to our bodies, you know, and to ourselves based on, on everything that we're working on. You know, when we yeah. have that good momentum is just pick it up and go, man, keep, keep, keep at it. And I think that really circles back to what we've been talking about in the last couple podcasts, which was do not let your momentum go due to the outside noise of what's going on right now Correct. in the world. Because once you, I mean, Patrick, but the way Patrick says it is once you reach that level, it's so worth it. Again, like and you were saying, like it's to the point where you feel like you may not even deserve it. It's, it's that heavenly, you know, of a moment or accomplishment that you can get. Yes. So um, I urge everyone, and I know we've talked about it before, Basically, just to summarize what you said is just keep that momentum going. Yeah, when I uh, when I saw that video, because I wasn't part of that of that, uh, I didn't go personally. But mm -hmm. when I was seeing it, I was actually, I was I was remembering mm -hmm. and reconnecting with my process, and yes. I was like, that was that's been me. Yeah, and it was it was fun, and it was a good connector back to those moments. So hopefully, obviously, it it it, it really you know, it, it triggers someone that's possibly in that, in that situation right now. Wow. Well, I do want to switch gears. So the next thing I had in mind was a segment because I really consider you one of the kings of discipline. I'm, I'm, big, I'm a firm believer, and now I'm just a believer. I've seen you take on 
you know, new projects, for example, the push-up challenge, yeah. uh, taking on your physical health when you've made that massive change, which we're going to have to go over one day because yeah, yeah. that's a, I'll tell you guys. Ricardo at 30 and Ricardo at 40, <laughs> man, a big difference. Uh, you, you went, even though you aged 10 years, I think you went backwards 10 years. Like I kid you not. You look great, yeah, man. Thank so you. Um, we'll go over that. But I, again, I want to stress that you you're great at developing new good habits. And a lot of people, unfortunately, I feel like just struggle with that. I was hoping possibly you can maybe provide a tip, maybe a, an aha moment for when someone takes on a new project or a new discipline, a new habit, when they're embarking on maybe a physical health journey or even a small commitment. What's something that maybe you tell yourself or you put yourself into the mindset of to make sure that you follow through and start the habit on a good note? Uh, have a First off, obviously, have a clear vision of what you want, right? Okay. Understanding what you want and starting with it and staying connected with it. And when I mean staying with it and staying connected with it and having a vision is it's first off knowing exactly what you want, being precise with what you want, mm. being self-aware on a daily basis of what you want, mm -hmm. because if you're not being self-aware of what you want, then you easily get distracted from your vision on what you're trying to accomplish, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, in my opinion, is we get overwhelmed with creating good habits that are going to give us the results that we want. And why would we get overwhelmed? Is because we're thinking of everything that we're trying to accomplish. I see. We're trying to think of the whole thing and not just a simple thing to start. Yes, we want to envision and have a vision of what we want, but we got to go back and understand what is going to take us there and start with the minimal things that are going to get us there with a consistency on a daily basis mm. that eventually is going to start growing and building momentum that is going to get you to your end result of what you want. So, for example, if you're trying to get in a better physical shape, what do we do? We got to go into the gym mm -hmm. and we got to start working on our intake, right? But I think a lot of the times, and this is my opinion and by observing other people that has challenges that are around me and that I can see they want to do it, but they cannot accomplish it is because in my opinion, they get overwhelmed with the thought of doing it. And it's mm. going to be so much work and it's going to be so much this that a lot of the times they're defeated before they even start Seth. Wow. So we have to be really able to understand it starts by just doing the little things slowly mm -hmm. and have to be patient and disciplined with the process. Wow. Do you see what I'm saying? I is do. Understand the process, take it slowly and start building off of it. It's like push-up challenge. Yes. You know, some guys couldn't do 25 or 30 because they've never done exercise. They started doing a couple a day and then they pushed themselves. What happened at day 30? Easy, 25. Do, do you see what I'm I saying do. is, I don't think it's so complicated, but I think a lot of the times we just get so overwhelmed, overwhelmed. with thinking, oh, it's going to be so hard because it's so much work that that just alone, it changes our mindset. Mm -hmm. And now we're thinking, oh, it's so hard. It's such a big project or such a big responsibility that we don't go back and understand, okay, but we got to start somewhere. Yes. And if we focus, okay, that's going to be the end result. I got to be self-aware about it on a daily basis by reading on it, by knowing what my true goal is on a mm -hmm. daily basis, and by starting with the minimal activities that are going to get me closer to that and sticking to it, I'm going to get there. Mm. Do, do you see what I I'm do. saying? 
So I go back, I use the formula that I used in real estate to become successful in real estate. I went back and I analyzed my formula. I analyzed the process and I understood, okay, I did this. And see, for me it was more raw because honestly, I did it with some educational information, but really was just something that was Learned created along went. the yeah. process with learning and mistakes. And But when I went back in a sense of 10 years later and starting to realize, okay, how did this whole thing happen? And I started tying up the process mm -hmm. and kind of started breaking it down. It comes to that. I started with the very small, basic things I knew what I wanted. I knew I was going to be successful in real estate. I saw myself being extra successful and selling a lot of homes and helping a lot of families and growing in the business. But I needed to know I needed to start by just doing the little things yes. and started building off of it by not overwhelming me here, yes. but not distracting me with so much information, but by focusing on the one thing that I was doing until I mastered that thing and then eventually I started tapping into other areas. Yeah, I, I really resonate with the getting overwhelmed. Um, one of my pastors is Tim Story, who's local. and I love Tim Story, too. I, I follow him. Um, and amazing. He's, he's amazing. I, yeah, love great. Um, um, him and his whole team and everyone he's around, the environment that mm -hmm. he's created is just absolutely beautiful. And one of the stories he told us in church was he has a friend, and he walks into the house, this beautiful house in Hollywood, and he looks at the ceiling and it's like a mural being painted. And he's like, oh, beautiful. He's like, yeah, it should be done in the next couple months. Two years later, it comes back. And guess what? The mural's still not done. Got it. So he says, well, what happened? He goes, well, I started working on something else. And then I started working on that library. And guess what? I got stuck on that one. Then I worked on something else. And so he got overwhelmed with so much to do. You know, he was just here. Then he was here. He was here. He was moving around. I think that's a lot of people's stories. Yeah. So I see that around. And I think that's unfortunately, and I think it's, 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 uh, I think it's just a conduct of behavior mm -hmm. of things that we see around yes. us on how we were raised. And we can go back and, and discuss that at a later, um, 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 podcast, but it has to do a lot with that is, is your upcoming situations mindset. But unfortunately, yes, I think that's a lot of the reasons why we see so many people starting projects and never finishing, finishing them because they get overwhelmed or they're not resilient and believe it so well that they say, doesn't matter what happened, it's going to work. Yes. I was talking to a, one of my business partners a couple of days. We were, we're having issues on this relationship. And I said, listen, okay, if it was Ricardo 10 years ago with the mindset I had on this situation here, I said, our relationship would have already terminated. I said, mm -hmm. but I, through the process and the learning experience and understanding the formula behind everything I've started that I stuck to it and I was resilient about it. I made it work, even though along the process, I feel it's not going to work. It's not going to work, but I still kept pushing myself and I over created better thoughts from the negative thoughts and just build off of new positive thoughts i was resilient to make it work so i told them hey listen we're going through some issues here and this is this and that i said but i am a firm believer that we're gonna work it out and our relationship is gonna it's gonna grow because it's a decision that we make 
We're going to figure it out. The process, we're going to have a lot of issues along the way. But as long as we stick to it mm -hmm. and we're resilient about it, this relationship, this situation, this opportunity, this business decision, it's going to work because I'm going to be in it. I'm going to be dedicated to it and I'm going to make it work. And think about it. It's so much easier to be resilient on one thing than to try to be resilient at 10 things at the same time. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So like I was thinking the entire time because I'm a younger millennial, like majority of us are like, okay, well, I want it all. I want to travel a lot. I want a beautiful family. I want lots of money. I want to be fulfilled. I want to read books. I'm like, okay, well, start on one thing first. That is correct. How about read first? Because I think a lot of them will tackle it all at once. Right. Right. Okay. I'm going to plan a trip for next week. I'm going to read a book in the plane. It's I'm going to. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's already like. It's, you see what I'm saying? Yes. Whereas develop the habit first, which is you want to read books? Cool. Develop a habit first on that. Right. Don't worry about anything else yet. Right. Once you develop that habit, great news is it'll probably stick to you, especially mm -hmm. if you're practicing on a regular basis. Right. Then tackle the next thing. Travel. Cool. And then tackle the next thing. You know, so that's the way I'm, I'm like, looking. For you, right now that you said a book, I wasn't a reader. I was a lazy reader. Yeah. I didn't like reading. Mm -hmm. I, I was overwhelmed by reading. Thinking about a book, I felt tired without even opening up the wow. book. Now I'm a big reader. Yeah. I read a lot. I, I go through a book every week or every other week. But again, it was something that slowly I started wanting to do and slowly started adding that good habit mm -hmm. into my daily routine and we started building a, a good, a good. I habit. really like that you mentioned that because I even personally know friends who would greatly improve with reading. And they told me very, when you were saying that it was resonating with me because my particular friend I was thinking about says, well, reading hurts my eyes or I, I don't, I just don't like to read. Got it. And I'm telling them like, just start, yeah. start somewhere, right. start something, start two, even three small pages. Yes. Four pages. Yes. That's how I started Seth. Yeah. Two, three pages, 10, 15 minutes. Then I started picking it up. Now I read for an hour and a half, two hours. No problem. Sometimes I pick up my book twice a day. Wow. Um, again, it goes back to the foundation, right? Of, of the original question and the subject that we're touching is how do you build a habit, right? How do you build bad habits or how do you build good habits or how do you break through is by obviously, again, having a vision of what you want, understanding you got to start slowly, not overwhelming yourself and just keep at your daily situation and your daily um, work plan and have resiliency over it that it's going to work as long as you stick to it, man. And you're not just bouncing around wow. different things just because it doesn't work. It does work. Mm -hmm. You just didn't make it work because you didn't stuck to it long enough. Wow. And if we go back to our business, okay, real estate related. If you think about the guys or the groups or the companies that are successful is they stuck to their formula until they made it, made it work. work. Yeah. And see different stories, different processes, different commitments going all in on that that you believed on mm -hmm. and you made it work. Mm -hmm. That worked for him. That worked for him. Different situations, different processes, but the end result, success. Wow. But they stuck to that and they made it work. Wow. Same my process in real estate, different than other people. But my process, I made my work. Yes. Because I stuck to it. I believed in it and I was sold on it and I made it work. Wow. There's other guys that did something different that I felt that it wasn't gonna work and then later on realized oh it worked because they stuck to it they believed they in it. believed in it 
they master it, they became successful with mm-hmm. it. And I, I, I want to end that segment with the sum, which I think you summarized it very well as far as the original question goes, which is the resilience, not overwhelming yourself. That was perfect. And I do want to add this little commentary, which is there are so many paths to success and so many paths to create a good habit like you were talking about where you believed in one thing just because you believe in your thing and the other one may believe in something else correct i loved how you you pointed that out where both are successful correct in their own ways in their own processes with their own experiences Mm -hmm. but they both were resilient yes they believed in their idea and they created the idea with the actions yes. that they both placed yes. in, in their belief and in their process. Yeah, that's what I wanted to tie in was because even though the formulas were, di- excuse me, even though the beliefs were different, the formula and the foundation was the same, yeah. which is resilience, yeah. believe in yourself. Discipline, yes. process, and and just stick into it. Yeah, and they sh- if you think about it, they share much more in common than they do actually in differences just because the execution is different. That is correct. Everything else is the same. That is correct. Cool. But the process itself and the commitment was the same. Wow. So I definitely want to use that to change the gears to the next questions and topic. Pablo and I were actually talking about this. Um, for those who don't know, Pablo's off screen, but he's a, a friend of mine and just someone who's eager to learn. And I think you've been pouring into I had a great him. conversation with Pablo. Yeah. I really enjoyed talking to him just a few minutes ago. Awesome, man. So we talked about this and the topic is millennials and unhappiness. So check this out. There are studies now that are showing that 70%, which is a staggering number, by the way, 70% of millennials are just unhappy with their jobs. What would you be at your advice? Because, I mean, I look at you and I see fulfillment on the business side as well as, like I mentioned, on other aspects of your life. But, I mean, what, can, what would your advice be to them? Because, I mean, 70% is just such a huge number where they're not feeling fulfilled. They're not feeling, they're feeling like unhappy. They feel like they're not making a difference. I feel because they're doing something they don't like, Mm -hmm. something they don't enjoy. And they're trying to find themselves as to who they are. You know, I think they just have to dig deep into their own souls and and figure it out, the small things that fulfill them. And I think it's, again, social media being such a a great tool, but at the same time, such a a bad tool yes. depending on how you use it right yes. it's either you could use it for good or it could do so much bad and in my opinion i think that's a combination of that social media seeing successful people you know guys that are flashing cars and houses and mansions and them wanting to be there but not understanding that they're that's probably not them do you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying they're trying to probably see themselves on somebody that they're not. Mm. I think they have to really dig into their themselves and figure out first fundamentally who they are, find something that they love to do and go out and, and take a crack at it. And what I mean is it's a lot of times, again, life is too short, right? We hear that all the time. Life is too short because life teaches us. We got to go to school. We got to get a job. Mm-hmm. We got to get a degree, but that isn't, that's not enough, man. That's, that's not really what really fulfills someone. And I think that a lot of the millennials are caught up on school, college, degree. And a lot of times they land somewhere where they don't even like what they're doing. They hate it, but they paid, they're in debt. They got that career. Now they have to do that and they don't like it. it. It reminds me of kind of the concept, and I'm sure this is what they're feeling is, 
they put all this time and effort into it and for them to just to walk away. So, for example, let's say you go to school and you pay all this money to become, I don't know, a scientist. And then you go into a lab and you're like, I'm unhappy. Yeah. But I just spent all that time and money on becoming. Now you got to stay there and do it. Because like now it's like, well, I got to reaffirm myself. Like why would I, I wasted six years, four years, eight years of yeah. my life if I just walk away. Right. Now, my opinion to this is this. Do it. Build off of it. Enjoy it. Even if you don't like it, build off of there to go out and create your own business mm. that really fulfills you in an area that you do like. And you got to go out and you have to go out and, and take that risk and take that challenge and take that initiative and be resilient about it until you actually build something successful yes. for yourself that you could enjoy, you can make a good living off of it, and you can be happy, right? But I think as we're going and we're starting to mature and understand life, I think that's when you start really digging into the areas that potentially will start bringing in happiness mm. to your life. And I think, again, social media has too many stories where we're temporarily happy yes, just by a few seconds or a moment or emotion. But what happens the rest of the day, right? Mm -hmm. We're so caught up with consuming through social media. We're on a, on a time frame in our lives where everybody wants to consume and we have I think we, we are lying to ourselves. We buy something to feel good about it. And then later when we have it, we don't feel happy anymore. So what do we go out and do? We go out and buy something else mm. that makes us happy. But we're not truly fulfilling happiness because that's just a temporary feeling because we're getting something as just a Band-Aid for the moment temporarily, but we're not really truly digging deep into the wound mm. and really finding exactly what's really not making you happy. And I think, again, discussing millennials, it's a combination of that. But most importantly, I think, is because they're doing things that they don't enjoy doing it if they're already working or they have a lack of clarity as to what they want. Really want. Because think about it. You know, I heard this comment sometimes. People is not lazy. There's not such as a lazy person. Is this a person that has no drive and no motivation to do something because there's not something that they have in front of them where they're connected and engaged to it. Makes sense. Find something that that person enjoys and loves and is engaged to it. I guarantee you he's not lazy. He'll become the hardest person. He'll become the hardest and the most committed person to that idea and to that thought and to that process because that's what really fulfills that human mm, being. Yes. Wow. I, I want to also tackle this from a separate angle because I know your daughter, congratulations, I think she just turned 18 and she's yeah. going to San Diego, right? USD, USD. Wow. Yeah. What What do you tell your daughter? Like, how do you teach your daughter to seek fulfillment? Because I think you hit it spot on. There's just so much noise, especially as a millennial because we're so connected to social media and we, we, we start comparing ourselves and we start, we start thinking, well, I thought I was great, but then I saw someone else's success right. or what I feel like might be success, right? Just it's easy to perceive that or what I thought was happy is now they look much happier. Right. What are maybe some values that you can in your daughter to help her f get focused on the fulfillment and happiness? First, I kind of let her go through the process in the sense of being her, who she is. I'm introducing her to books that I feel are going to open up her mindset mm -hmm. about um, the different options in life, business or being an employee 
or going out for a specific career. She wants to be in business. Uh, she's very mature for her age. Um, she's the first one in my direct family to go to college mm. in, in, in that level. Wow. So we're excited for her because she's the first one of my 10 kids. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I'm always instilling to her that, you know, she may not like what she's going to decided to go to school for. And she may end up changing directions that she has to seek whatever she likes and whatever fulfills her. And I tell her, Hey, look into building your own business, you know, or if you want to come and work in my line of work, you know, I can place you in the, the right directions where you could do what we do, which is real estate related, but do, do you do what you like, read books, study people that you like and connect with that fulfills you so that you find your true motivation in life. What, what keeps you connected? Mm. Don't do something just because mom and I do this, do it because you feel is really what fulfills you. And that's what your identity is yes. as a person. So I think she's in the exploration process. She's very set. She wants to be a business woman, period. What type of business I, I guess business is so ample, yes. right? so big that I think she's trying to figure out what area of business she wants to be. I'm providing her good books to kind of help her go through, uh, you know, some good literature, some good information, some good stories, some good reflections, some good situations that hopefully are going to impact her in a way where she's going to find a good aha moment yes. where she's like, okay, this is me, yes. right? She'll be able to connect with somebody that opens up like, all right, I think this is me. And going back to it, I think that's what we got to do is we, we got to read, we got to feed our minds and we got to feed ourselves with, with good information, man, because that's where really the ideas and the aha moments come where you really get connected to something you were looking for. Yes. It's not going to come on its own. It's something you're looking for mm -hmm. and you find it. Wow. But if you're not looking for it, you're never going to find it. You'll be one of those rare guys. Oh, an opportunity came in. I was just sitting down and an opportunity came in. I took it and I became very successful with it. But most of the cases, you're going to see people that were seeking for it. And the universe through God found them because they were seeking for it. Wow. It's funny. You happen to touch on the next topic. But before we jump to the next topic, one of the things while you were speaking that I was digesting and I was even speaking with Pablo and a couple of my friends was you talked about resonating with people and their values. Like for example, on social media, I feel like a lot of younger millennials, they just, they see money and they want to follow whatever they're doing. Whereas I'm like, no, slow down at least because this is what I've been programming myself to do. I don't look at financial anymore. I look at what are their values? Like basically I'm trying to choose my role models based on who I resonate with right. on a value level and right. ethic level, as well as just who I resonate with, who you are as a human being. Yes. Yeah. Spot on. And then that is who I then actually follow their steps in instead right. of, cause like we talked about getting overwhelmed. I feel like you can almost get overwhelmed with role models nowadays. Yes. Because there's just too so much. There's too much. Right. And like we were talking about earlier, each role model is different. And just because they might have a thing or two that you want, their actual formula, not formula, sorry, their actual values and their who they are as a person may not resonate with you. Correct. So that was something that was just, just popping my mind of, you know, choosing who we follow and who we actually look at on social media. So that we're feeding ourselves still, not right. just feeding our lust or feeding our, you know, the wrong parts of our bodies. Yeah. 
You know, we talked about books earlier. You know that I find a lot of my answers that I'm seeking for in books. In books. Yeah. It's wow. like I'm thinking about doing something. I'm trying to make a decision on something. But see, I'm very receptive because I know I'm looking for this. Yes. And I know that I'm going to find the answer and I seek the answer and I'm looking for the answer. And a lot of my answers, I find it on books or even on my connections when I do my prayer with God and, and reading some books that has taught me the importance of, 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 of prayer and connecting with mm. your subconscious mind and, and where the true answers come when you're seeking an answer and you're asking the world or you're asking the universe for the answer. But a lot of times you're seeking in the wrong places. Yes. You know, the answers are going to come. And for me, I get a lot of my answers through books on things that I was ready to make a decision. I didn't make the decision. I'm hesitant about the decision. I find a lot of my answers on the books and the stories that I read that impact me and push me to make that decision that I needed to make that I was hesitant about making a decision. Wow. And have you found that you find the answers when you were looking for, like, for example, like it's almost like divine justice where, yes, yeah. because there's a small sentence or there's something on that book or something that somebody said, but believe me, I probably didn't listen to the entire, everything else they said, but that line just boom, resonated. And I was like, that's there the answer is. I was looking for. And I know that God has given me the answer through this person or through this book that I was, I was looking for. Wow. That's awesome. And that's, again, that's hilarious. Like, not hilarious. that's awesome because that's literally where I was going to go with my next topic was your relationship with God. Um, I think some of our audience members know, but you have an incredible relationship spiritually with God. And I really wanted to tap into that and ask you, I guess, overall, like what has it done for you? How it has, has it empowered you and your family? What what kind of foundation has it given you? I think it's 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 who I am. Um, if I go back and think of Ricardo as you know, ten year old, fifteen year old, eighteen year old, and when my life really take it a shift and and impacted my life as to who I am and my beliefs and my foundations, it comes to that. You know how I was raised. You know, based on my religion and based on the faith with God. But you know what? One word that that when you said and you were asking the question is faith. Okay, faith on whatever God or whatever religion you follow. I think the faith of having faith and believing on something, you already are in the process of accomplishing mm. it. Think about it. Because a lot of times we want to do something. But you doubt yourself. You say, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I believe in it. But deep inside of you, you don't have faith on it. And mm. it never happens. And it never, it's never going to transpire because you don't have a faith on it. And I feel that I'm a man of faith and that I have strong faith to believe on something or to believe that God is going to bless me with this opportunity or God is going to bless me through this learning process or through this business decision and Faith has placed me in a position where I have accomplished things because I had faith. And since I had faith, my connection and my drive was connected with the process and the idea because I had faith wow. on that. So it's when you say connection with God is my faith and I have a strong faith with God. Therefore, I have strong faith on the things that I do, that they're going to work and I see myself accomplishing them 
because my faith is it's strong. Wow. I I'll tell you when you were speaking that, right now. See, and that's what moves me, right? That's yeah. that's really what connects me with the ideas and potentially connects me with the outcomes itself. And we talked about that actually before where you're now visualizing yourself or even tricking your subconscious into thinking you've already made it and then everything between now and then is just a part it's of the process. process. Yeah. We're already there. I'm going to obtain that. I already own it. I already have it. And you have I just faith got, that you're going to get there. I just got to go through the process. Wow. And as you were speaking, I was thinking like to, to try to figure out a way to put this into perspective. Yeah. Which was like, I thought of my father, to be honest, like, and this will make sense after I finish. But like, for example, when I was younger, man, I tell you, my father was at my corner 24 mm seven, -hmm. no matter how many failures I did, like he just believed in me. That's awesome. You know, just was, the, yeah, you know, you failed this time. You're gonna get it next time. I promise. Yeah. Failed again. Hey, don't worry. You'll get it next time. That's the, that, let me tell you this. That's the biggest gift probably he gave you. Yes. That encouragement. Like, and then I still look back with fond memories from like I said, being young to even now, I don't think I'd become the man I was without that encouragement yes. of that and that believing in me. And then when you were talking about God, it was almost like the same. Like, cause I tell you, man, People can do amazing things when they're encouraged and someone they have and they feel like someone's believing in them. Right. And then I think in your case or like in just anyone with faith, it's like you kind of have that twenty four seven. Yeah. You have God at your corner twenty four seven, giving you that encouragement, giving you that belief, like I can do it. And I reconnect with them, and when I'm in the process, I I look up to the sky and I connect with them and I thank them and and I and I tell them, hey, I know, I know I'm gonna get there, <laughs> and I know I'm going through some turbulence right now. You know, just give me the strength and the courage because I know you've given me that already. Yeah. I have faith you have that there for me. Just give me the strength and the courage, the resiliency and the and, and the connection so I could I could stay on path. Wow. Because I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I don't know when, but I know you have that for me there. Yes. Wow. Powerful. So powerful. Yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Wow. Well, I, I do want to add one more little segment because we did have a friend of yours on social media ask. Um, so it's a little bit of a switch of the gears, but um, Carlos. Yes, Carlos, Carlos Diaz. Diaz. Exactly. And somebody else, I think. Oh, I must have missed the second yeah, one. Yeah, there was a second request. Similar. Oh, similar? similar? Okay, yeah. great. Um, I just want to touch up on it. Just quick little segment. So Carlos, if you're listening, this is just for you, buddy. Uh, or after the second uh, yeah. commenter as well, which was, could you give us a little bit tips or a little bit about your process on following up? What are some tips you would maybe give on just general business on what you particularly do in your operations right. to be great at following up and, you know, creating those relationships? Yeah, well, think about it. Most of the sales don't happen just on the first call, right? It's, no. it's it, the actual transactions, the actual business comes from a true strong follow up with yes. the customer. Uh, Carlos was touching on marketing follow up. And I think there was a third thing that he asked that um, I don't know if you can look it Absolutely. up by any chance while you're there. Uh, but anyways, um, Carlos and uh, the audience uh, marketing, you know, in my business, real estate, obviously back when I started. And again, it comes down to the foundations, right? Is, is I started marketing with postcards consistently and with letters consistently obviously that's we're in a different era mm -hmm. i know they still work but right now what all i can tell them is it's it's going back again to to the basic is you uh you have to stick to what you're doing consistently massively until it works because it's gonna work it's like i have billboards on the freeways and a lot of people tells me hey, those do 
do the billboards pay off, Ricardo. Well, I've had them for about 10 years already, consistently, yes. nonstop for 10 years. Do they work? Yes, they work because they've been there for 10, 10 years. years. And prior to that, um, I was marketing very heavily, again, with postcards, direct mailers, then the billboards. So, see, I started adding other flows, but I started with one. It was postcards, and I became really great at it with my postcards. Then I added letters and that started paying off as well. Then I added the billboards. Then that started up. But see, I didn't start it with everything because I didn't have the financial means to mm -hmm. do it. But I started with one, one thing, thing and I was consistent with my postcards twice a month, same farm, same people, same same environment, same customers until I started opening up marketplace in that area. And then we started adding another flow and then we started adding another flow and then we started spreading just as a natural product of, of, of the growth based on we were spreading on different areas of marketing. So if we go back to the original, the question, um, I know, you can start off with one thing, which is it could be the billboards if you're doing billboards or if you're doing direct mailing or if you're doing social media, Instagram or ads, etc. You have to, again, you have to master that section first. Once you're doing well on that, then you can start filtering into other areas. And again, depending on your financial possibility as how much you can invest into that avenue until you can start expanding the cost and the coverage based on the company money available towards the marketing that you're doing. Wow. And that also like gives me another idea, which is, for example, on the follow-up concept, and you, you hit on the dot. I think it's just staying consistent and building. Well, you're the expert on that yeah. because that's what you basically do. So one of the things I tell my clients is, okay, you have a list of, to say, 50 potential clients, right? And they're in you know, different buckets, right? You have cold, semi-cold, whatever. Make a habit out of it. Every Tuesday and Thursday between 12 and 2, give them all a call. Yeah. And create a habit. Yeah. Give them a, and then maybe on Fridays, text them between 3 to 5 p.m. Hey, just letting you know I'm still ready for you whenever you are. What not? The, the, the answer is build a habit out of it and do it. Don't just, you know. It's got to be part of your agenda, part of your schedule. System. Like, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Because if you're only doing it every so often yes. and you don't have an actual a plan of action that is set on your schedule every so often, it's not gonna work. Yeah, no structure. Do you see what I'm yes. saying? There's no discipline in the process. Yes. Therefore, it's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna master it. See, and it goes back again to the foundation yes. of everything. It ties yeah. into everything. Yes. It's just the consistency with the commitment, with the agenda and the discipline behind the process. Yes, and then the vision. That's the vision, right? If you think about it, the vision is, I'm going to speak, get them on the phone or I was maybe talk, I was talking to my nephew just yesterday. He's opening up a new business and we had a really good conversation. And I told him, I said, Omar, your business, it's going to succeed. If you're resilient, you know, the business. Well, you know, this, you know, that, you know, the process, you know, everything. There's no reason why your business is going to fail. Mm -hmm. You're going to succeed. Mm -hmm. As long as you're resilient, you stick to your process, you're consistent and committed to your responsibilities yes. to make it succeed, it's going to succeed. Wow. There's no reason why your business, it's not going to have success. Wow. And then I do want to get to the next question. This is actually from Ricardo Felix. He said, market conditions and, uh, what, excuse me, he would like to know what the market conditions are and where the RE market's going in general, you feel. Market conditions, uh, it's, our market is strong, man. Yeah. Strong, strong, strong. Uh, obviously, 
A lot of people didn't predict it'll go this way no. uh, because of the COVID and all kinds of situations happening. But our market is it's uh, I haven't seen this market as strong as it has or it is right now for the last 12, 13 years, yes. probably, if, if not more. Um, it's a strong market. And then based on studies and data, we anticipate it's going to stay strong for the year, rest of the year. And portion of the following year, obviously, new data and new information will come out as as the months develop and closings and, and recordings and, and market itself. But we do anticipate the market to continue to stay as strong, as hot as it is for the rest and remainder of the year and at least for the following half of the next year. And then obviously we'll be reassessing as we go over the next uh, six or, or eight months. Wow. But it is a strong market uh, if you're looking to buy or you're looking to sell it's it's both a buyer's and a seller's market i'll have explanations independently because a lot of people say well why is it a strong market uh for buyers or sellers there's a uh, an explanation on each end but it's a strong market on both ends and um and we anticipate it's going to stay like that and 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 there's an abundance of people looking to buy and a lot of people looking to sell it's a great great strong market right now wow awesome yeah. well that answers the question so wow probably not even probably i want to say right now this is our best episode that we've done so far and i think we're just gonna keep getting better i i agree i you agree know? and i know we're gonna flunk on a few we're like you know we're probably not as good as the other one but uh but we're here to to share an impact. Uh, we like comments because we like to know anything that we can touch on, that it's important. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just here to hopefully create as much value as possible, learn from the process, learn from our audience, and, and impact the people that listens to us. So hopefully we can streamline their process yes. on their growing process where they have something to rely on, where hopefully we can build some clarity on the decisions and on their process and on their success path, whatever you call success that is to you. So you can make that decision and you can go out and get your own success. Awesome. Well, Hey, that wraps it up. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I know Pablo probably enjoyed it also. He's off camera. Uh, any last comments you'd like to leave? No, that was it, man. It was, uh, it was a great, it was a great, uh, for sure. A great podcast. Awesome. Till next time. Catch you guys later. Thank you.